Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business, right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful repeat guest is Dr. Uh, Dr. Trevon James. Now, she's been with us a couple of times before. She was with the lovely Linus Wood Mullins uh, the first time. She's been on with me before. And all you have to do is put in her name, Dr. Draven James, um, on uh, the Self-Discovery Wisdom Search, and you will see all of her shows come up. And I invite you to go and look at them and listen to them because there's a lot of wisdom to be shared. But what are we going to be sharing here today? We're going to be talking about reaching for your greatness. You want to reach your next level of greatness? Well, forget about setting goals and focus on this instead. Well, what is this? We're going to be finding out about what that is today. She is a transformational specialist, inspirational speaker, radio host, life coach, and author of Freedom is Your Birthright. She's the founder of the Next Step Leadership Academy for Everyday Peace, a platform for her to help and inspire others to live life and live their dreams. She also owns hosts her own weekly radio show, uh, Dr. Draven James Everyday Peace on Mind Body Spirit FM. Uh, we've had her here before, as I've said. I really do invite you to come and look and listen to all the other shows that we've done before. But let's get right to it, because I mean, one of the biggest problems that people have is they actually don't realize they are actually great. So welcome back to the show, Han. Oh, thank you, Sarah. I'm so happy to be here and I'm a part of your wonderful, wonderful network. Always a pleasure to have you. You know, greatness is something that a lot of people think, well, you know, am I going to be too big headed if I think I'm great or I'm not worthy of being great? And it is a intimidating word for a lot of people, isn't it? Uh, you know, the journey to that greatness is is part of our own self-discovery. It really is. And I think sometimes uh, we, we, rightly so, we want to be humble beings, but I think we get that humility sort of mixed up. We, we go from, to the extreme of having this feeling of not enough, mm -hmm. right? And we think, well, that's where we're supposed to be. But I promise you that that not enough energy doesn't energize you and it doesn't draw the type of energy or the, uh, or, or the response that you want from others. So we do want to embrace that part, the parts of us that is great. Mm -hmm. And when I say great, I do not mean perfect. Mm -hmm. We're not in search of looking to say, oh, I'm perfect at this. Of course, we're not. Perfect means there's no room for growth and development. Yeah. And we, it's just like leaving room for dessert. We always want to <laughs> leave room for growth and development, right? Yes. So we're great. And we're great and, we're, and we have more to learn. Therefore, we'll have more to give. But this false sense of humility by saying that I am not enough, I don't know enough, you know, that is not where we want to be in life. No. You know, this whole perception of, of perfection, I think if people are chasing that, they're always going to be let down. We have perfect moments in life. 
perfect situations in the moment. And they're, they're treasured gifts. They really are. But you're not meant to live in that state because it's too hard to maintain that perfection all the time. And the perfection in your eye is not the perfection in somebody else's. So I think, you know, have those perfect moments, those ones that you you remember, those aha moments, right? But it's that's yeah. not what greatness is. Greatness is this when you feel great doing what you're doing and you're doing it in an illuminating way. Oh, I could not have said that better. That was beautifully said. Yes. So that's, that's what we want. We want to embrace that greatness, which is really balanced, right? Yes. It's your sense of giving, right? Matches what you are receiving in some form or fashion. It doesn't mean that we're receiving it in the same way that we're giving it or, or even receiving it from the same people that we're giving to. But we do have this sense of balance where, where love energy, positive energy is going flowing out from us in a purposeful way. And it's also flowing into us, right? Mm. And so that keeps that um, balance within. The two-way street. It's, you know, a two communication ways. two-way street, energy two-way street. Everything is a two-way street. You know, what goes up must come down. What goes around, you know, will meet the end and the beginning at the same time. And I think a lot of people put out kind of expecting the same energy to come back. And that's not always going to be. You've got to make sure you're in your vibe tribe. You're amongst the people that can feel your frequency in order for that circular and that connection to be one that's beneficial to both of you. Absolutely. And you know, Sarah, I get that a lot from my clients that I coach. They'll say, well, I was giving so much in, in whatever particular group they were giving to, and they did not give back to me. And so they want to close off that part of giving, the giving part of themselves. And you hit the nail on the head. It's that you are giving in this way to this yeah. particular group or people or situation, right? And you may get uh, it reciprocated through that group or it may come reciprocated through another group. What you wanna pay attention to is how are you feeling during mm -hmm. the giving process? If giving to that particular organization, person or group of people drains you and makes you feel inferior, gives you that not good enough energy, mm -hmm. then you are expending your energy in the wrong way. It's not calling, it's not, that, that sense is not saying, uh, call back your energy, don't give. Yeah. It's saying give your energy in another place where it may be more appreciated, where it may be more better received, where you feel like you're in your greatness as you give. And yeah. still, when you get that place, when you find that place where you feel that good about giving, that may not be the place that is reciprocal. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Because that reciprocal energy is coming back and it may come back through another source. The, the whole point here is that you're in a place where the giving feels good. Yeah. And then the receiving will happen. Yes. It, it's not always prick pro quo with the person that is in front of you. You may be feeding that right. person. That person in turn will feed somebody else mm -hmm. and somebody else is going to come along and feed you. And, you know, that is right. And it's not like you look at someone, well, what are you going to do for me? That's the wrong approach. Right. It's I can do for you what you do with it is up to you. How you mm -hmm. pay it forward is also up to you and how someone else pays it forward to you is up to them. That's called free will. Yes, absolutely. And again, to be 
our goal is to be attached in a positive way to the feeling of the giving. And you'll know, you, you know, there, there are some giving that we give and there used to be a phrase that they used to say when I was little, give to it hurts. No. You're hurting and you're giving. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and although I understand the spirit of it, yeah. the spirit of it is meant to say, you know, don't don't restrain your giving, yeah. right? But you want to yeah. give when it makes you feel good. It makes you feel happy. It makes you feel powerful. That's it fills you up to the right source, right? When you're mm-hmm. giving and you know yeah. that you're giving something that is beneficial to someone, it's a gift back to you. The energy in yes. the giving is regenerating you. Yes. Yes. We don't have to wait for someone else to plug us in. We can plug ourselves in. (laughs) Isn't that beautiful? Yes. Isn't that beautiful to know that we we have the socket, the cord, the power source to turn on our light ourselves. We don't have to wait for an external source to come along and empower us. We empower ourselves. There is probably no better message to give to people. And when you, you do are the power and the power source, the essence of who you are in that power, in that empowerment empowers mm-hmm. others just by being in the presence because they feel your exuberance. They feel your energy. It helps them elevate their own energy. It helps them open up to see possibilities where they only saw clouds, mm-hmm. you know, that essence yeah. of being that. And, you know, I know, and I'm sure you do too, that when you, make someone's day by just pivoting them or giving them a thought or something that just gives them a little light bulb moment of how regenerative that is to yourself because you feel that we were all here to contribute we're all here to be of service to one another and when you know that that service has shed a light on someone that that was perhaps in a cloudy space it really feels extremely rewarding it's to know that your purpose is really counting and that you are in the right frequency in the right groove mm. yeah i love what you just said you're in the right frequency yeah and if you're not in the right frequency even as, as you're listening to this to this program if you're not in the right frequency which means you're not drawing into your life that which which empowers you with that feeling yeah you and only you can change your frequency right now and we were talking a little bit about that today but i'm going to be so bold as to go forth just a little bit right you can change your frequency in this moment right now by adopting what i call a gratitude practice Mm. right now you'd be amazed by leaps and bounds you can change your frequency because what you want to attract into your life whether it's in your business in your health or in your relationships wants to be attracted by you but you gotta be on the same frequency with that thing yes right you have to be you know how you wake up in the morning and you may stub your toe against the you know a bedpost or something (laughs) of that nature and it's you know that sharp pain and you just feel like oh my day couldn't start any worse you drag that energy with you, right? Because mm-hmm. you stub your toes six o'clock in the morning, getting on the bed, and you're all, and you just drag that woe is me victim energy with you. And then you hit every red light going to work. <laughs> yes. You end up being like you're just dragging that energy with you. But you can change the frequency in an instant by stopping right now your mind from going down that path and mm-hmm. put it on the path of gratitude. And that's by saying. Oh my gosh. I'm, and I, and I, I love to start with the, oh my gosh, because you get that 
uh, look of surprise mm -hmm. and happiness on your face. Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for, and you fill in the blank, right? I felt I my toe. I have a toe to feel. <laughs> yes. Because do you know, I've worked in healthcare for over 30 years. There are so many people under the sound of our voice right now who would love to have feeling in their feet. Yes, Don't. yes. Yes, you but you do, and you yeah. stub your toe, and you're mm -hmm. so grateful that you can feel that. Amazing! It's not a good feeling, but you felt it, yeah. right? And so you you want to get actively grat grateful, which means that you're going to put some emotion, mm -hmm. some feeling behind the gratitude. Because here's what we don't hear often enough, Sarah, is that gratitude, a flat gratitude practice, just being grateful, is good. Yes. But if you want to change, and I mean seriously change your frequency, your vibrational energy, you want to put feeling behind that gratitude. So that's what I teach my clients who really are not there yet to start with, oh my gosh, right? yes. because the gosh yes. causes your lips to expand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You get a smile <laughs> with the gosh. <laughs> right. And, then, and there you go, right? Start you, You're turning on the light switch of yeah. By increased vibrational energy without any effort. And you begin to notice, oh, you know, oh my gosh, look, this just happened and this just happened and this just happened. And before you know it, you've changed your frequency. You're now drawing more of what you want into your space instead of more of what you don't want. So that's just a, a quick tip. It was very, very powerful. So I always tell people, don't let the simplicity uh -huh. of the technique deter you from putting the technique into practice because truly some of the most valuable gifts that are available to us are wrapped in simplicity. Yes. Oh gosh, absolutely. And you know, the gratitude is a big one, you know, waking up in the morning. What are you grateful for today? I woke up. I woke up and I have a day before me. Right. Thank you. I've got a day before me. Um, I I have a health challenge. So sometimes I may wake up and, and I'm definitely sluggish. You know, I know I'm on a low energy day, um, but it doesn't, you know, sometimes it forces me. No, I'm sorry. You've got to pull the plug and go back to sleep. You know, that's one of those days. But for me, it is like, what do I need to do to regenerate that energy? And for me personally is doing something for others or doing these shows regenerates my energy because I think when we even when our energy is low or we're not feeling good and we feel a little you know down perhaps because of it go and do something for someone else or go and do something positive it is amazing how it will change your frequency will you reach your great heights that you have on other days no but it will certainly turn the volume up and make you feel I didn't give up I didn't give in I allowed the day to nurture me. Oh, I allowed the day to nurture me. Mm -hmm. Now that's a phrase right there. I allowed the day to nurture you. And can we just talk about that for a second? You mentioned about getting up and having those low energy days. And, and, and we're having real conversation here, which I know is going to be impactful to real people because mm -hmm. we always hear this phrase and we said it, you know, oh, you should be grateful that you woke up today. Mm -hmm. Well, there are some people mm -hmm. who just wish, hey, why does this keep happening? Why does the torture keep happening? happening and so we want to speak to that too yes wake wake up mm -hmm. you've awakened and mm -hmm. i understand that the load may still be heavy but flow with it yeah. allow the day to nurture mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. that means that you you want to become super focused on what's occurring mm -hmm. did 
did you just have a, the, I, I left out this morning, there was this beautiful bluebirds like playing with each other in the sky. And I just thought it was amazing, but I had to be aware. I had to be present to take that in, to allow that to nurture me because it soothed yes. me. It was like uh, yes. being a kid and seeing a Disney movie or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, exactly. This is, exactly. This is really happening. Yeah. Right. Back to the so, simplicity, um, back to the simplicity, those little be. things. Those little things that can bring you that joy. That is part of that nurturing. Oh, my gosh. I got to just jot that down. Allow the day to nurture you. <laughs> Be present. Mm -hmm. Be present. That's how you do. That's how you allow the day to nurture you. Yes, exactly. And it's always the small things. Don't look for the big grandiosa. It's not there. Go for a walk in nature. The rustle of the leaves, the wind in your hair, the ocean against the shore, puppy dogs chasing sticks, children riding their bikes and giggling. It's amazing how those beautiful drops of love nurture you. And, you know, you may not get that huge abundant energy. I know when I'm in that physicality, it's hard for me to to completely turn that energy back on because it's a physical ailment. But I know I don't allow the ailment to take me down the rabbit hole. Right. It doesn't take yeah. me down the flattening me. What it does, it says, OK, I'm going to lift your energy enough that you're going to appreciate the day and the day is going to nurture you. I've got you. The day has got right. me. And you give it. Mm -hmm. And you go into flow. Like yes. you said, if, the, if, your, if your body says, it's great you notice those things, but I'm not able to get up and do whatever yeah. it is that you want to do right now, then you flow with that and you become yeah. grateful that, oh, at least, at least I'm listening. And I want to share this other tip for people too. We're talking about allowing the day to mm -hmm. nurture you in this part right here. But another great tip, Sarah, that I teach my clients and I use a lot too, if you're having one of those days and it just really hurts just to be present because the present moment just seems so dreadful, yeah. whatever's going on. If you yeah. take your right hand and put it over the um, left part of your chest and just silently sit and let your body go into rhythm with mm -hmm. your natural heartbeat. Yes. A sense of calm and love will overtake you. Now, you may find when you first put your hand across that part of the chest area that you feel this rapid you know, beat that causes you to feel more anxious. Don't stop. Hold it there. Just breathe. Yes. And wait. Because what that does is it it's you acknowledging you. Yeah. My goodness. It's and the breath. Oh, the breath. The breath. I mean, you know, we say to people, take a breath. It's like, take a moment. Just literally breathe in. My, my little two-year-old grandson. The parents say to him when he gets upset, take a breath. And the little boy goes, <gasps> he's learning to take a breath before he gets frustrated or angry. Take a breath. Mm -hmm. And I think if we did that for ourselves, just be present, take a breath, breathe in, hand on your chest, be present, let it out, slow down, mm -hmm. slow down, be in the now, be yes. in the present. It's amazing how many answers are there. Yes. And, oh, you just talked about answers. And I know right now that there's someone listening to the program who needs that in this mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And gratefully that this program is going to be posted so that you can go back and listen to it. Someone yes. else is going to listen to it who needs it in this yes. moment. I yes. know that because early, early on in my journey, uh, before I knew I was going to become the Drayvon James that I am to now teaching this, but I would turn on a, a podcast. I, I worked the night shift and, and overnight sometime and I'd hear programs like this and I would 
would try these things. And I got to tell you, my life started to change. What I began to focus on started to change. And I became this person whose focus was on what is working Mm-hmm. for me in this moment, mm-hmm. even though there may have been 10 things that were not working on me, working for me, but I became a person who hyper-focused on what was working and thereby creativity and solutions and problem solving. Just got, I got really keen at that. We had yeah. an emergency at, at work yesterday. I'll give you a quick example. And I was off my, um, and I was home and they called me and there's a group of people and they're having conference, but because I had gotten off, I'd done my silent meditation. I, you know, so when they were all speaking, I was in this calm state and my focus was on, because as it, for many years I practiced this, my focus is on what is working for me. So I was able to see clear cut pathways towards a solution today. We executed that. Our problem is still there, but we've, we had great successes today and it didn't interrupt our operations and all of that. When you get into this place of learning how to breathe, mm-hmm. learning how to stay in the present moment with the with the touch of, of your hand or your chest area, these techniques of letting the day nurture you, you increase your creativity. You'd be amazed. Yes. Those answers to those really big mm-hmm. obstacles are inside of you. And if, and if you don't possess all of the knowledge, you possess the energy to draw the people and the circumstances yeah. into your life. Absolutely. To present the answers. You're the power source. <laughs> exactly. You're down. The thing is, when, you, when you're angry, when you're upset, or when you're in a state of crisis, what happens? You crunch. When you yeah. crunch and you tighten up, no chi, no energy, no anything, no <sighs> blood flow, no oxygen can run through you. There is no clarity, no solution in that state of being. This is why the deep breath, with the deep breath, it allows your back and your chakras to line up, allows your whole body to take in the oxygen, it allows you to slow down. And in that presence of what can I do in the moment? What can Mm. I do in the moment? And then that solution, that clarity is waiting. It's waiting to be downloaded. It's right there, but you Mm -hmm. can't download it in the angst. You can only download it in the calm. Right. And the solution to the problem, whatever it is in the moment, however small or big, is there. Absolutely. Because as you said, when you're in that angry state, and we all have all of the emotions, yeah. believe me, we do. Then what we're talking about right now is how to transition mm-hmm. through those emotions. So you come back to a state of openness, of flow, so that you can be nourished. So you're going to transition, but you're not going to stay in that angry, bitter state because you put a, uh, what do you call it, a force field around yes. you, right? We do, to yeah. protect ourselves. So you're, you know, pay attention to what happens. As you said, Sarah, we clinch. Mm-hmm. Something's clenching. Something's mm-hmm. something's holding steady because what we're trying to do is prevent invasion. Yes. Right. Yes. You don't want any any more hurt to get in, right? But we also trap in whatever in there that's hurting us. Yes. And we're not open to flow. So practicing the breathing. I love deep breathing, and I yes. especially. There's a really easy technique that I taught my children that I I still I do it myself to this day, of uh, putting my tongue up behind the uh, the top of the roof of my mouth yeah. behind my front teeth, and breathing into the count of four, mm-hmm. holding it to the count of six, letting go to the count of eight, breathing into the count of four, holding it to the count of six, letting go to the count of eight, and when I let go, I drop my tongue to the roof of my mouth, and 
you talk about almost there's there's so many different types of yes. breathing techniques and the and the counting is not the magic that really yeah. is not the magic right. it's just a rhythm that works for me right. and it worked for my children when they were younger but it's the process as you said about the deep breathing mm -hmm. it unclenches you it puts you back in flow and we're gonna have to use your phrase Sarah because I hope I never forget it you push you back in the position where you let the day nurture you because as Einstein said every day. We have to get up and make a crucial decision. And that decision is, do we believe that the universe is against us? Or do we believe that the universe has our best interest at heart? Only you can make that decision. But I caution you not to make it as a result of what you think you see. Right. It's what you feel, baby. It's what you feel. You know, I, 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 I feel the wisdom. You know, don't think yeah. the knowledge because the knowledge very often can just put you around in a circle. Feel the wisdom. The knowledge will come. Uh, right. Yeah. Feel the wisdom. The knowledge will come. Yes. Love it. So it, it's yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I'm I'm a person that used to be high anxiety um, in the state of fear. I was in a position of, you know, a attacks all the time so you're always on the alert and consequently I ended up with an illness because of it because my body was not getting the energy the chi the the love the you know the the flow that it needed and in order to heal I'm mm -hmm. an asthmatic and so believe me I know about the power of breath and when you don't yeah. have it and it's really quite frightening mm -hmm. when you lose your air and you can't gasp it you mm -hmm. can't get it and that, as a child, I used to black out and be rushed off to hospital and all of that. Now I've got more control over it, but it's still scary. In fact, actually, one mm -hmm. of the shows once I had this wonderful mum. She's a mum of 15 children, America's super mum, yeah. Lachelle Atkins. And in the middle of it, I just swallowed air the wrong way, which is the, you know, what can happen when you have asthma. And I had an asthma attack. And she's just very calm. It's okay, dear. Take your time, dear. It's okay. And I had never seen myself have an attack before. And here wow. I am on Zoom having this attack, seeing my face contort and seeing how scary I look. I mean, I scared myself. Oh. <laughs> took my asthma, yeah. up, took some deep breathing and then carried on with the show and cut that piece out, you know. <laughs> but, right. but, it, it, but I had a hoarse voice afterwards because, you know, the, uh, the air and everything. But you never know when it's going to happen. So whether asthma or not, you never know when your breath is going to get taken away from you through mm. something. But the thing is, however panicked you are in that moment of gasping for breath, if you can just try, even though you're clenched, try in your gasping for air to reduce the shoulders, to, to uh, uh, let the spine be straight and just try and breathe in small breath, small breath, small, bigger breath, bigger breath, and allow it to bring you down. It doesn't matter what the situation is. We all get into that stage, but just make sure you are focused on yourself at that time on every even tiny weeny breath that you're taking, because then it, you will see you through the crisis. Oh my gosh. You're seeing, you know, Sarah, everything you're saying is so powerful. And I'm really hoping that our listening audience really grasps that. Because one thing that as we're talking about, you know, this this state that you just said, you never know what, when your breath is going to be taken away, literally or figuratively. Right? Yeah. We all yeah. are subject to Mm -hmm. the variable winds that are flowing through life, right? Yes. There's the yes. saying that says that you're in, you're in either one of three positions in life. You're either in the middle of a storm, just coming out of a storm, 
are heading into the storm, right? We don't know when the winds are going to change. And as uh, depressing, that is just really putting me in a, a state of frenzy when I say hear that. I, my mom used to say that. I like, no, don't say that. I've lived long enough to know that that's true. And But what I would also live long enough to know is that you are equipped. You Go are with equipped the storm, right? To, don't fight it. <laughs> right. To, oh, to embrace it and take yeah. all of the goodness. There are some goodness that yes. will happen for you there. But in, if I can give you a tip of how to stabilize yourself, I love your analogy about the breathing, is when your ears hear you call your own name. Mm -hmm. Yes. When I say to myself in the middle of something that has come into my life that's caused me to feel anxious, caused me to feel fear or bitterness or jealousy or uncertain, and I call my own name and I say, Drayvon, are you okay? Yeah. Right. And it, it's it's like, oh, who asked? Right. Yes. You get your own attention. You put your hand to your chest and you wait for the answer. Mm -hmm. And your inner self will speak to you. Yes. You may have to do it a few times, but it'll speak to you and say, this is what I feel. And you don't have to have an answer. You just need to be present to say, yes, I understand. I'm there for you. And watch. Yeah. Yes, I'm there for you. See, this is, we're all searching for the same thing that is yeah. unconditional love and acceptance. Got to have it for ourselves yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give it to ourselves. Yes. Sarah, you're absolutely, we got to give it to ourselves. This is how you step yourself to your next level of greatness. You start with you mm -hmm. accepting you, you being aware of who you are and accepting it. And not only accepting it, loving yourself right now. That is how you give yourself permission to grow because you created a safe environment to grow. When yeah. you're always feeling tense, like you have something to prove, like you're not good enough, then it, that's not your best work. That's nope. your work done under done under a, a fear. Uh, it's an external. It's an external yeah. living, not an internal living. When you live from the inside yeah. out, there was a beautiful word, a word that I um, that somebody shared with me some years ago, and I use it all the time. It's be flawsome. Every single one of us has flaws, but those flaws are kind of what makes us unique. You know, it 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 makes us in our particular flaws. I'm dyslexic, so I say things backwards and upside down and inside out. My kids are always making fun of me for that. But you can be awesome with your flaws. In the uh, Oriental culture, you know, when a cut breaks, they put it back together with gold and it becomes more valuable. It becomes more valuable because it came back together. And those cracks are showing what you've been through, but you're still usable as a cup. So... You know, let us let us be a little more flossome in life. I love that. I love that because, you know, Sarah, when you talk about your flaws, what I think about is this, you know, my own flaws. And it's the flaws that really have us to make a human connection. Right. Could mm -hmm. you imagine if you were perfect, you could relate to no one. There right? is no such because thing in as your perfect. Perfection. <laughs> right. But you would, you would say to yourself, well, I don't understand. What do you mean you have, you know, but when we have our own flaws and we accept ourselves and we love ourselves, then we're not so hypercritical yes. of the flaws we see in others. We can accept them. We can allow space for them to grow and develop. That's how we improve relationships. We can allow space for forgiveness, mm -hmm. right? That's how we improve relationships because we are first aware of the fact that me with all of my flaws, I love it. I'm a broken cup put together with gold. Yes. Still very, still very useful. Yes. And that's the point. I mean, 
when we look at somebody who's an elder and we stop to hear their story and we hear of the roller coaster life that they've had, yet they're still laughing, they're still loving, and yeah. you know, they're still yes. living. And it is like, yeah. for all of that, you're still that? Yes, dear, because that's the purpose of life is to get to that end part of life, still loving, still living, and still laughing. Despite yes, we forget to laugh, don't we? Because so bogged down in the, you know, in the development of self, you know, you know, this network is called self-discovery wisdom, but self-discovery of our own wisdom, of the universe's wisdom, of God's wisdom that is always with us, always within us. And if we partner with that universal love, we learn to, to live from that space of love but we also learn to laugh and to have joy yes. in life and I think we've got so bogged down in the becoming of ourselves we've forgotten it's okay to laugh at yourself sometimes too yeah we've taken ourselves so seriously yeah. right? and there's nothing wrong yeah. with being serious about the business yes. of producing what you yeah. want in your life but on this journey because that's what life is on this journey you want to lighten your load with as much laughter and happiness yes. and fun that you can possibly have because this is a journey the destination is the destination but bulk, the bulk of any trip is the journey there's many the destinations journey. yeah yeah there's many chapters Absolutely. in your book of life right <laughs> there isn't one ultimate yes. destination there's many Yes, you're so right. And so if you can learn to laugh, you know, I, I also have something called a smile journal mm. that my clients and I work through. And it's a journal uh, that we use. And every time you catch yourself smiling throughout the day, you'll jot down a quick reason why. Mm. And it doesn't have to be like anything that. big. You catch yourself smiling because you heard a little baby's voice in, mm. in the, uh, at the fast food place. You heard a little baby speak and it puts you in a state of nostalgia. So you smiled. You smiled because uh, the, your first sip of coffee or something in the morning, you smiled. You smiled because I, I I was walking in the park and I saw this little girl. She had these little shoes that were so adorable. But when she walked, they lit up and it just made me smile. And so I jot that down when I got back to my office, right? And what you'll find is that when you flip through your smile journal at the end of your day, you'll find that you are happier yeah. than what you give yourself credit for. Exactly. Yeah, we, we, what you give yourself credit for because you're not focusing on this. Stuff right. That makes you smile. You're being yeah. it. Right. Yeah. You're just simply being it. I have two grandchildren, one eight weeks old and one to 27 months old now. And, you know, both of them for different reasons at different stages make me smile. And I go and mm -hmm. see my daughter for around four or five day period twice a month. And then I come back work like a dog and then go back there and get my fix with the babies. <laughs> and, you know, one of them is that he's, um, he's into cars and we count trucks and we go off and do our thing together in the car. And uh, he will wake up from a nap singing his ABCs or counting. And, this, and he's just like, he's just, oh, it's, you know, so adorable. And he'll, he will FaceTime me. You know, and I want to talk to Nana. And then, of course, the eight week or your uh, eight week old is is just now becoming kind of that mm -hmm. no longer kind of the blob baby, but the baby that was developing a little character. And it's just ah, the heart gets full. You know, the smiles are hurting your cheeks. You know that everything about them is just so filling you up. So my tank gets filled up, and I'm overflowing. 
And if I'm having a bad day, all I have to do is look at the phone and look at the pictures and I'm back smiling again, right? We, you know, we don't, we don't understand yes. how impactful the smile is for us. But when we're smiling, how contagious it is for someone else. What you you're just all over this debt. You're absolutely true because we're doing it for ourselves, right? Because yes. we're changing. We start off by talking about energy, one of my favorite topics. But not only is this energy beneficial for us, and we're smiling, right? It's it's increasing our energy, helping us to vibrate at the energetic level of the things that we want to bring into our life. But we're also giving that smile yes. away. Right. Yes. So that's your giving. You talk about giving and receiving. You're giving that smile away, and you would be surprised. I know you would. It what a random smile does to brighten someone's day. It is beautiful. Same with laughter. There, there was a wonderful video yeah. of somebody filming someone just looking at his phone in a YouTube, um, you know, in a in a train thing um train car whatever i'm lost my thought there but and he's laughing and then people and laughing and laughing and laughing and everybody around him starts right. laughing at him laughing and the next thing everybody's laughing and he's really not watching anything he's just simply laughing and i do this with my grandson when he gets a little frustrated i start laughing and I and I, and I laugh loud and I laugh in a different way and then he starts laughing with me and he's forgotten right. about the frustration right it's this it's such a simple way sometimes that you know it's like I call it the coming to take me away haha you know the the moment like you're laughing at the frustration of it and then you just start laughing at the ridiculousness of it and then you're just laughing for no reason at all <laughs> Oh, and, and what does laughter do? But elevate your energy. Yes. Elevate your level of energy. Elevate what you draw into your life. Yeah. You want to get yourself in a state of happiness. It is work. It is work in the beginning, right? Because everything around us points to the more serious side mm -hmm. of life, points to you really looking at the problem. I can remember as a kid, and I, I'm guilty of doing it as a mom too, is saying, I want you to think about what you just did. Yeah. You know, when you hear those phrases yeah. from a mom, mm -hmm. she's saying, think about the thing that you just did that was displeasing, yes. right? When moms use that phrase. But that really is not the energy that we want. Right. We want to think about, because that energy is the energy that's bringing us down. Mm -hmm. like, we want to think about the Think about the things that we have accomplished, the the the, the gratitude that we that we expressed, the the uh, sacrifice sacrifices that we're making for others that make us feel good. We want to concentrate on those things, and we elevate our energy. We elevate our energy. So that's just so very important that we be in that state. Yes, of, have happiness, yeah. of joy, and and something you said earlier, Sarah. It doesn't mean that things are not happening in your life that yeah. you wish were not happening. Yeah. That's part of the journey. That's part of the journey. Remember, there are things that are happening in this journey that we don't get to choose. But yes. Suffering, suffering is a choice. Is something that we do choose, right? That's a yes. choice. Yes. We can say, you know what? That doesn't feel good. I've acknowledged I don't like that feeling. I'm not choosing to suffer with it. I mean I may be struggling through this. I don't have to suffer through this. Right? I'm, exactly. I'm not going to suffer and struggle. <laughs> right, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, going back to the kids for a moment, I remember, yes, I was guilty of, you know, think about what you do. But what I used to do when the kids were young, the two older ones, and they would get into a fight, I'd make them hug each other and kiss each other. And they were boy and girl and it'd be, ew, and they would forget about it. Or if, if they were really out of control, I started singing opera and they would do anything to shut me up. <laughs> so, and, you know, this is where you sometimes it's just sometimes the the ridiculousness you know, mm -hmm. of doing something lightens up the mood, uh, you know, because yeah. if you're going to meet anger where anger is, there's only going to be more anger, right? So You can't what pour you gasoline on a bonfire. It, it, right. What do you expect? It's going to go out? No. <laughs> no. We do not do that. Right. So you're right. So you, you, that ridiculousness and bringing the humor back into your life, you know, and I know that there are people who have different... Um, you know, they're, by nature, they may not be a person who is, finds themselves uh, very humorous, and that's okay. But I want I, we didn't uh, talk about this, but I want to say this to everybody. And I tell my clients this when they hire me as their life coaches. I say, if I could show you how to be 40% richer, 40% happier, improve your relationships by 40%, would you be interested? Yeah. It was, yes, 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 especially at the income center. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, and so that happens. Right. That happens. That happens when you are 40 percent happier and science shows, teaches us that we can improve. We can get this our happiness quotient by 40 percent just by having these mindful practices. Yes. So wherever you are right now, any one of us can improve our happiness by 40 percent. That's significant. And when that happens, what that as a result of that, your stress level gets more under control. Well, when you're not as stressed, guess what else happens? Your creativity increases. Yes. When your creativity increases, your problem solving increases. Yeah. When your problem yeah. solving increases, your relationships start to improve. Your ability to think your way into better situations financially improves. Your resolve to stick to whatever it is you want to stick to or begin new practices in your health start to improve. So this happiness that we're talking about and your way to um, improving your life and reaching your goals and establishing new habits. This happiness plays an essential part in, in uh, laying a sustainable foundation. Absolutely. Mean that things Absolutely. are going to happen, right? Yep. Yeah. So I want people to, to really get on board with improving your happiness. You'll see wonderful results. If you're going to go for the 40% money first, I guarantee you're going to be poor. You know, because that forty percent will not feed the other forty percent that need to happen—the health, the happiness, the reason for getting up. I'm going to absolutely admit I'm extremely selfish in doing these shows, because what they feed me, the joy they feed me, the enlightenment they feed me, the energy they feed me, the mm -hmm. reason for every single day for pressing play and interviewing people like you—I'm selfish. It feeds me. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm going to own that because if you don't love what you're doing, you're doing the wrong thing. If it doesn't oh. feed you, how can you feed anyone else? Woo! And if you're, oh, let's stay there for just one second, Sarah. <laughs> if you are getting mediocre results in your life, when you're putting in heroic effort, yes. listen to what I'm saying. You're putting in heroic effort and you're receiving mediocre results. You have to go back to something Sarah just said. 
If that is not your happy place, your passion place, Mm -hmm. then those mediocre results probably are not going to improve that much. Mm -hmm. So you either start to fall in love with what you're doing, which you can do. That's your power to do. So I work with clients all day long who have to do that. You make that decision. I'm going to fall in love with this process or you get the courage to go after what it is you really want in your life. You got two. if you want to move beyond mediocrity. Yeah. The heroic effort that you're putting in, you got two choices. Choice one, I can fall in love with what I'm doing, put my heart and soul in it, and I mean fall in love authentically with yes. it, not fake it till you make it love. If you can do it right? for free, and, then you know you're doing it right. <laughs> oh my goodness. They, they taught us that when I was in high school at a senior seminar. They had us uh, write down on a piece of paper what it is we that we would do for free. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what the seminar was about. I still remember this was a senior seminar um, 10 years ago. And so he had us write it down. Then we turned the paper upside down and he did this whole senior seminar. And then he turned, it was about careers. He turned the paper back over. He said, that is what you need to pursue as a career. Absolutely. Don't compare your paper to your neighbor's paper. Maybe you, maybe your neighbor would, would, perform medicine or neurology for free. Maybe you would walk pets for free. Mm. The one is not better than the other. Mm. One is you and the other is them. Do what you would do and watch greatness flow into your life. Exactly. It's so true. It's a courageous move. It's a courageous yeah. move. Yeah, but it's, it's it's I'm sorry for I've I've tried everything. I'm 68. I've gone down numerous roads in my life. And this is the only one that I will get. I've done these shows with COVID, right? I've done these shows with the flu. I've done these shows with no voice because not only am I committed to, you know, uh, doing them because I have booked them. Very rarely do I actually cancel for anything. Uh, But it is also because I know how much they do for me. And if my energy is elevated and the other person's energy is elevated, everybody's energy is elevated. But I want to hit on something else you said. CCS, if you compare, if you compete, and if you settle, those are the three detriments that are in your way. Compare means you're losing yourself. If you're competing, it means you're never going to be satisfied. And if you settle, you never have room for growth. Writing it down. (laughs) I'm sorry. I hope our listeners are taking notes. Compare, (laughs) compete, and settle will ruin your life. It will. I'm it's sorry. Your, it saps your energy. Just listen yes. to it. It's yes. your energy. Yes. Yes. The energy to compete with someone. Why? Yeah. Why? You're trying to be better than them to prove yourself. Then you've got some work to do. If you're comparing yourself to someone else, you're denying your own greatness. And if you are settling, you're not allowing the growth that's going to lead you to your greatness. You know, I got a real life situation, a story from a client that I was coaching a couple of years ago who was going for a C-suite promotion and she was heading there, heading there, got, did all of the work to get this promotion, was offered the position. And although we didn't have these eloquent words, compare, compete, settle, but what we, what we determined, she was trying to make a decision whether or not she was going to take this promotion is that she set out years ago on this journey to get this promotion because she was comparing her success to someone else's success. Mm-hmm. And she had decided to compete 
for this position. What she realized is that she didn't want that position. Her That position didn't add up with her values and the things that were important to her life. And she made a courageous move and she said, I'm going to turn it down after a couple of years of sacrificing and competing and positioning herself in this position because her values were someplace else. Her heart was somewhere else. Her passion was somewhere else. And you see, even at the C-suite executive level, income and all, that would have been a position of settling for her because exactly. it's for her. Go back to my senior seminar where the, where the speaker said, write down what you would do for free mm-hmm. and then turn that paper over. Whatever she wrote on that paper was not C-suite executive no. at where she was, right? She had to look at her own paper and said, this is how. I define success. This is what's passionate to me. And when she embraced that, well, her life, the sky became the limit. Exactly. And the thing is, whatever journey we've taken to get where we are is never a waste. Because what we've learned along the way is don't do this. This works, right? And so we learn to take the tools forward with us and the passion, the conviction and the desire of what we want to do. And we leave what we know is going to be a burden behind. So every, you know, yeah. I'm, uh, if you're a neurosurgeon going to be operating on my brain, I want you to be educated. I want to see those numbers and layers out behind you. But for most part, the best teachings in life are our life experience participating in life, having the hard knocks, landing on your ass, but getting back up again and again and again and again, redirecting, pivoting, trying something new. And then uh, finally, when the earnest is there, the heart is there, the conviction is there, you find something. This is home. This is where I'm meant to be. I discovered it 11 years ago when I was asked to be on somebody else's podcast network. And then 10 years, uh, it's now 10 years with my own network. I'm at home here. All the experience that I've had through my life prepared me to do what I'm doing now. Nothing is a waste. Nothing is a waste. Put it in your backpack. You never know when you're going to need it. So that erases the woe is me victim conversation that goes on in our head, right? Because if you know this, and I say this in my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, right? But if you know that everything that has shown up in your life, even those roads that you went down that you said, oh, that's not for me. Even that part of the journey, everything that you've gone through in your life, everything that you have experienced has shown up for one reason. And that is to bow down and serve you and assist you on your journey to your next level of greatness. Everything is useful. So if you're looking at your life right now, you're listening to this program and you're looking at your life and you're saying, well, this isn't at all where I want to be. Don't worry. Pivot, change. Take all that learning with you because I think it was uh, Alexander Gambell. I don't know who it was, but someone who said, you know, I haven't failed this many times. I've just figured out so many times how not to get the results that I want. Not to to succeed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe Einstein with his thousand light bulbs or whatever. But the thing is, yeah. Be willing to try. You have no idea. When when I was asked to be a podcaster on this, I didn't know what a podcast was. The first 13 months were live. I had no idea what I was doing. When I started my own network, I still didn't know what I was doing. I learned on the way. I tried this. I tried that. And the whole thing, be willing to learn. Be willing to try. You don't know what you can do until you try. It may not be for you. But, you know, that was a good tip there. I can take that with me somewhere else right? That experience or that experience, most certainly I'm never going to open that door again, right? But 
just be willing to try. Don't settle. Don't think, oh, well, this is it. You know, I've reached a certain age. I should settle down now. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, no. You, you are growing to the day you die. Right. And you can still, I have a 92 year old that I've had on here who started her own TV station at 89, took on a new another at 90. Right. You know, it's grab, I live with a 90 year old who's got more energy than I have. (laughs) Life is to be lived. Make sure that you are doing what you are doing in yes. life. You know, we, we put this under, we were looking at what kind of title to put this under, and it could have been under Choose Puzzle Living, it could have been under Heart and Soul, uh, but we put it under uh, Building Your Business because I think one thing you need to understand, whatever business you're going into, whatever business you're doing, you are your business. You are your business in life. You are your business in business. You are your business in relationships. You are your business as fruitful and successful as you're going to be in life is in the investment of yourself. Look at yourself as an investment and as a business, invest in yourself, upgrade yourself, and make sure that you do diligent and pivot when you need to pivot because you are the business of your life. Absolutely. And I just want to say two things, because I know as business owners, um, sometimes we're looking for some goals and some things that we can work towards. And so the first thing I would say is, Feel passionate about what you do. Mm-hmm. Get that feeling inside of yourself. Figure out what that is. Let that yeah. passion drive you. And then see yourself as that person doing that. Decide what are the daily habits that mm-hmm. a person who, ha- who has the success in the type of business that I'm having. What are they, what, what, what are they doing between the hours of 5 a.m. and 7 a.m.? What are they doing between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. and so forth? Figure out what that is, identify those things, and then develop the habits of doing those things that will lead you to where you want to go. And if it doesn't, go back to the drawing board, Yes. go back to the, feel it, and then identify what are the habits that you need to have, and then develop those habits. This is a formula Yeah. for you. This is you sitting in, this is you sitting in senior assembly and deciding what it is that you want to do and then looking at your own paper and putting your formula together. You can listen to a trillion business uh, topics, but the success is going to come from within you. It is your business. Identify what are the habits of the person who has the success that you want and then yes. set forth to put those habits into daily practice. That's how you hit your goals. That's how you create new goals. That's how you walk into your success. Into your greatness. You know, it, yeah. it is, you know, they you can be inspired by someone and how they do it. And it's become an invitation for you to want to do it yourself. It doesn't mean you have to mimic that person, but maybe you do like that style. How can you take that style and incorporate it within your style? that you're not losing your identity, but it's enhancing your identity, right? I have got friends that are up at five o'clock in the morning and they work at six and they do this and that. No, not me. I'm an insomniac. Those are my best hours of sleep. I get up at (laughs) nine, right? That is who I am. And it doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make, well, you've lost so many hours of the day. No, I know when my hours are of production. I know when I'm at my best. And I also, especially with my condition, know how I need to honor my body, what it needs. So it's there for me, right? So just because somebody else does that doesn't mean you have to do that, but you could take a certain formula of what they're doing. You know, I like the way they approach that. 
I wonder if I use that in my own business, in my own life, and to see how it benefits me. Make it your own. Don't mimic. Don't, you know, uh, try and be again. Don't compare. Don't try to be someone else. They're taken. They're taken. Just be yourself. We want you to be your awesome, flawsome self. Because there's only one of you. You're unique. And that is you. That, what's the, there's a phrase I hear all the kids saying, that's your flex. That's, yeah. that's, that's what you walk into. That's your originality. That's your creativity. That's your strength. And you, you put that in everything that you do. Yes. Everything. You put you in it. Yeah. You are truly the magic of what you do. It could be a thousand shoemakers on, 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 on the same street. Mm-hmm. But you do with your shoe. It could be the same style of shoe, but your energy. That's what makes the thing successful, your energy. But you got to have that. You got to know what to identify the habits. You got to work on making those habits part of your daily routine. And you got to feel passionate about what you're doing. If you don't, go back to the drawing board. Go back yes. to the beginning. Get that fire in your belly get that 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 passion we're not talking about fake it till you make it we're talking about genuine passion connection connection with self with passion with meaning with conviction um had you told me back in my 20s one day you're going to be a podcaster sorry even if I understood what it was it would have been in fact actually a reader I'm I'm a reader as well but a reader read for me in 2010 I was involved with an electric motor at the time it's one that there was nothing wrong with the motor. It was way beyond its advancement at the time. But we were caught up with 2008 and this and that. It was stolen from us. I ended up bankrupt. I ended up living out of my car. And somebody said to me, you are going to be doing something online that's going to save lives and be global and make a difference. And I thought, how does the motor do that? Little did I know that two years later, this is where I was going to be and what I was doing. And I wouldn't have believed Mm. it at the time because it would have been, I can't do that. I'm not educated. I haven't trained for that. And it's like, yes, there's some things you need to actually be trained for. And and sometimes it's good to have certain training and this and that because it becomes part of your tools. But when it comes from, people say, who do you interview? And it's first and foremost, they've got to come from the heart. Right? Right. I've got to feel the heart, that what they're doing is heartfelt. It's got to be something that serves other people. Inspiration serves them in some way. It has to leave people with a benefit of some kind. So I don't care what the topic is as long as it's honest and comes from that space. Mm. And that, you know, that... You are doing tremendous work, right? You said so much right there about, you know, being in your heart space. We don't talk about that enough as a culture. No. We just, I, I think it's, I, I think in some place, some ways we downplay it. Yes. Because we, we, we put we it with emotion. So much. It, it means that you're going yeah. to be emotional say, oh, or vulnerable, right? Yeah. 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 Who, who needs that? But we truly do need that. If yes. you look really at all of the great advances yes. that we've had in our society, and we've had a lot, they have been connected to someone being passionate about something. Yes. Why do we look at Martin Luther King? I have a dream. The way he says that, mm-hmm. the quiver in his voice, the passion, the conviction, the heart behind it right? We look at all the greats that have stood up 
against whatever they've had to be against and the conviction for what they're standing for is in their very makeup is in their very genes is in their heart the very presence and why are we inspired by them because we believe their heart their heart has yes. touched our heart it's ignited it yes. it's it's yes. excited us it's generated it's mm -hmm. invited us and if only we could stay in that frequency and not then allow out external frequencies to turn our volume down, but stay in right. that enthusiasm and apply it to ourselves, we would then see a lot of greatness around us. Stay in that enthusiasm. Yeah. There is probably, if we said a lot of stuff in here today, mm -hmm. but stay in that enthusiasm. That's your job. That's yes. your job. That's yeah. your job to stay in that enthusiasm when things are going great. Is that it's your job to stay in that enthusiasm when things don't look like they're going great. Doesn't mean that they aren't because you don't know the future. You don't know what that change is going to mean in your life. But to stay enthusiastic, enthusiastic about the journey, yes. about your contribution, yes. about your decision, stay in that enthusiasm. That's the energy. And I know. No, and that's what, look. I know it's I know it's not easy. It's easier said than done. But that's why we gather. That's why we. That's why we have yeah. sh shows like yours and shows like mine, Sarah. Is so we are a place for people to come together. Because as we've been talking today, I know that there's somebody who's getting rejuvenated mm. in the business that they're doing and the passion that they have. In I know business that somebody are. right now who got a, <laughs> right. I know somebody right now who's getting a creative idea, like, oh wow, I should, right? And I know that there's somebody right now making the decision to say, hey, I'm about to make a change. Yes. Right. And, and you know, it no could be better. an inch, yes. it doesn't have to be a yard, right? It's just nope. to change your perspective, yes. change the way you choose to look at things. Remember yes. what you yes. plant and what you water and what you nurture will grow. Make sure you're planting the right seeds. Make sure you're not overwatering just enough. Make sure you're nurturing those seeds to grow. Don't tug at them. Don't dictate to them what they should be. Allow them to grow because the fruitfulness of those seeds and what they are is truly there for you. It is for you. Be in yes. discovery of yourself. This is self-discovery. Be in discovery of yourself from one moment to the next surprise yourself. I didn't know I could do that. Oh, wow. I never looked at it from that point of view before. You know what? I'm so glad I did that. I never thought I could. Right? Surprise yourself. It's a good feeling. Yes. Yes. Surprise yourself. You know, that there was a commercial on many, many years. Stay thirsty, my friend. And every time I think of that commercial, I, I in my mind, I say, stay curious, my friend. Yes. Yes. Stay Curious, because just around this corner could be something that will change your life mm -hmm. forever in the best of ways. Stay committed to your passion. Yeah. Stay happy. Stay enthusiastic. It is work, but you are worth it. Everything we've talked about today may sound each and every one of the things a chore or hard to do. One step in front of the other. Start with the one thing. Ignite your heart. Let your soul come through you. Let your spirit have its wings and then allow and follow one step, two step, three step. Next thing you know, you're flowing. 
you're flowing from one thing to the other and it's become a part of you you are in that beautiful greatness of being who you are why you are to do here to do what you're meant to do here but it's be willing to take the first step that's the biggest leap of your life is that first step mm-hmm. no conditions no i've i've got to do this i've got to do no you're doing it because you are being present with yourself this is my first step and i'm going to honor me don't be intimidated Absolutely. by everything we've said today because it doesn't all have to be done in a day no Oh, definitely does it. You pace yourself, yes. right? We're not talk. We're talking about being in flow, being intentional. We're not running a race no. that is built on speed. I used to be the hare, and now I'm the tortoise. And I actually oh. like being the tortoise because I'm present and I pay more attention to what's around me. When I used yeah. to speed up ahead, I miss things. Now that I'm slower, I'm more observant of my surroundings. And I realize how much it benefits me along the way, how many connections along the way. It's not about winning the race. I'll get to the end. I will pass the ribbon at some point. But what I would have gained along the way is far better than any little tag that I can put on me for first prize. (laughs) That's right. That's absolutely right. And miss all of this energy and everything along the way. No way. We deserve this. It's part of our, it's part of the, uh, part of the, the package. Yes. You know, you're going to all-inclusive vacation. That's part of the package. Don't miss getting all of your party favors. Slow down. Be present. Be yes. aware. Start off your morning with being grateful. I'm alive. I'm breathing. And I have a day before me. And I have a smile on my face. And I'm going to greet this day with enthusiasm. And I'm going to allow this day to nurture me and lead me where it wants me to go because I'm going to be present to the day. Yes, yes, yes. It's as simple as that, in really, isn't day it? As a, yeah, and in your day as a superhero. Yes. When you reflect, when you reflect on the day, you pat yourself on the back for everything that you did. Yeah. Everything. Don't, don't, don't underplay or downplay any of it. No. I, you know. Even when you trip and fall or even when something breaks down or even when this and that, don't look at it. Oh, why are you punishing me, God? Why this? Why that? Sometimes those crossroads or those things are happening because say you're going too fast in the wrong direction. I want you to stop for a moment. Deal with this problem. It's not really the problem you're dealing with. What you're doing is reflecting where you are right now. And should you continue on this path or do you need to pivot a bit? Or do you need to be in a different frame of mind? Everything that blocks us from flowing is sometimes a, a moment to reflect, to, to re-look yeah. at something. And, uh, okay, you know what? Yeah, if I continue down there, this would have happened. Pausing for a moment and having this blockage here has made me, I think this way is better. That's right. It gives you perspective. It yes. gives you experience. That's the yes. only way we get it. Take anybody of any age, I'm 68, so take anybody of any age and their life experience. There, You can't even take this life experience and put it in one package to teach someone. You can teach the highlights, you can teach the skills, you can teach, you know, the tools. But really what's going to be your greatest teacher in life 
is being participatory in your own life right. and willing to learn and willing to take those journeys and be, you know, be the experience yourself. Because yeah. I can only share so much, but in if you've got to live it to experience it. Right. And we're here to guide you, right? Yeah. But you, and here's a phrase from my mom. You've got to put your own toe in the water. Yeah. We can tell you how the water feels, but until you put your toe in the water, and once you do that, oh my gosh, the journey has begun. It starts, they say a journey of a, of, of a thousand miles starts with the first step. Exactly. Take the first exactly. step. Yeah. My mom used to say to me, the value you put on yourself is the value people will take you for. And it took me a long time to realize that. And if I wish yes. to be respected and valued, I must first show them respect and value of self. Oh, we can go on for hours about that. We that, could. That no truer <laughs> no no words. That's, that's a whole show. Yeah, I do. Well, you're going to have to come back and we'll have to do one on that. <laughs> I love it. It's like it's like talking to a, a sister, you know, it's just amazing because we get into this space and it's it's just energy feeding energy. And I love it. I love it. Yes, me too. The perfect kind of show thing. I love that because, uh, you know, really what we're doing with sharing our experience, we're sharing, sharing our life um, lessons, we're sharing our enthusiasm for life. And both of us, when somebody succeeds, that celebration of that success. And I'm not talking about a medal or I'm not talking about a, you know, pay rise or this, but the success of when they find themselves and they step into self and they love who they are, why they are and what they're doing. That is just something to celebrate. And both of us love to celebrate people who step into their own lives. Yes. I, oh, immensely so. Immensely so. It's validation. All, oh, every time it happens. Yes. Yes. And, you know, when we look at the world as a whole with all the people here, we have got some third dimensionalists that are still angry, that are still hateful, and it's still everybody else's fault. And they're never going to take ownership or responsibility for their own journey in life. We can't do anything for them until they're willing to do something for themselves. But for the people that are tired of that, that knows there's something more, there is more to me, there's more for me. I can be more in life and I'm ready to do the work, then those are the people that we can help because the more people that rise up to that higher elevation, the healthier the planet will be, the healthier we'll be as a human race. And the more that we will actually open up to the beautiful cosmos vibration of, of the universe of God, and the more we will become elevated. So we not only owe it to ourselves, but we owe it to the collective of the human race to rise up to a higher frequency. Absolutely. I couldn't have said that better. That was beautifully said. <laughs> well, we could go on forever, but let's talk about A, the book. Let's also talk about um, what program you've got and how people sign up for it and how they're going to reach you and everything, Hunt. Okay, wonderful. So the book is Freedom is Your Birthright. Which we did a show on, folks. <laughs> yes, yep. we did a show on That book is still available. It's a great resource. It's like a pocket how to do life easiest way possible with the most success ever. It's available on Amazon under 100 pages. You can read it in the afternoon. And then my, my uh, group classes, group coaching classes, Quantum Leaps 
uh, in your life. In, I mean, it's 12 weeks of instant power. It's called Leaders in High Heels. You can connect with me on my website, drdravonjames.com to get more information. And I'm offering a promotion 50% off in the month of August for the listeners to this particular podcast. So I just put the uh, this show in, in your entry there and you'll get 50% off for our 12 program that be August. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And I'm sorry, folks, you know, I, I tr I've done this mostly on my own and I wish I hadn't because at the time um, there was nobody around to help me. But we're in the era of the Internet. We're in the era of podcasting, TED Talks and all of these things where the people like Drayvon is, are there and they're reachable and they can be there to help you. In my time of, of my self-discovery, there wasn't that. There wasn't that access to people like we have today. So there is somebody there for you. And Draven is, is one person. If you vibed with her here today, then you know that what she can teach you, it can certainly elevate your own frequency, your own greatness. But we've got to realize we can't do it alone because we need people to show us a different perspective, a different skill, a different tool, a different attitude. Again, we've got to apply it. But those other things are what we apply that allows our own generator to grow. And so we need the help yeah. along the way, for sure. It's Absolutely. always a delight having you, you here. Can... Oh, I, I just... There's so my heart is so full right now because I know that this the work that you do it helps so many people and I'm right, I'm I grateful to be part of that part of that journey. I'm just a library. I'm a library of awesome people that are making a difference in the people's lives. There's over three thousand shows here, folks, and ninety nine percent of them are over an hour long because yes, it's about content. It's about the nuggets, the jewels that you're going to get from these conversations. No quick fix. No quick solution. It is, there is the plan. And are you willing to take it? Only you know, but mm -hmm. we pray that you do. So, um, and also please go to selfdiscoverywisdom.com and put in Dr. Draven, D-R-A-V-O-N, James, J-A-M-E-S, in the search engine, and you will see all of her shows on one page. And you can click on any one of them and listen to them. As I said, one with Linus Woods Mullins, the first one, and then the last one with me where we talked about the book and the freedom. And of course, this one as well. So thank you so much. It's always a delight to have you here. And please come back again because we've got more conversation to have. We absolutely do. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Folks, we really do want you to fly, to excel, to be abundant. That's what it's all about. The more abundant you are, the more your cup runneth over, the more everybody benefits by your essence and your presence. So don't be afraid to take the journey. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.